Before we get into today's episode of The Trap Draw, I just want to quickly mention it is sponsored by Holderness and Born. They have a number of great shirt selections. You can find them in our pro shops, and they are making their way into a number of pro shops across the country. So if, if they aren't in your shop yet, seek out the person who handles that stuff, ask for them, request them, get one in our shop. They're awesome. Now on to today's episode. Thank you very much, Mr. Jeezy. Folks, welcome to another wonderful edition of the Trap Draw. This is a special one. I am joined TC back in the building. Um, you've been absent on the last couple, so it's great to have you back. What's going on, TC? Back to my roots, Randy. Good to be here, man. I missed you. Missed you, big dog. I miss you too. I miss you too, dog. Um, and we have a guest. He's one of our colleagues, so <laughs> I guess he's still a guest, though. Mr. DJ Pie, yeah, how thanks. are you? I'm, I'm spectacular. Always a thrill to be out here with you guys, uh, to be to be in the cut. You know, I think it's a special time anytime the trap truck gets fired up. You know, I, I know you said this is a special one particularly, but I would take issue with that. I think they're all special. DJ made some demands about the audio quality if he was going to show <laughs> up here. We politely declined those demands. All I said was, let's not record it on a cell phone in the middle of a ballroom. Let's maybe I'll have a microphone. We got them. They're laying right there on the shelf. We might as well just use them. He's got some other riders in his contract. He insisted on these blue light glasses that he's wearing. We had to provide those for him. <laughs> Shout out to Nate the Great. We had to provide. My eyes have actually been feeling a lot better. I don't know, you guys should try them. I've been sleeping a lot better. It's been good. We had to provide some beer for him. Um, that just, helps me sleep as well. Just, just very needy. Uh, anyway, TC, what are we doing today? What's the topic? If you're the commissioner, what are you doing? We bitch a lot about stuff. But I don't like to just bitch. I like to. <laughs> this is going to be a whole hour of bitching. Solutions. No, we're we're solution based. It's we're problem solving. Oh, okay. It's constructive criticism here. One thing to point out, I think up front, is that uh, a commissioner is a very relative term. There's going to be a lot of stuff we're going to throw out here that's not really tied to the PGA Tour. It's just kind of almost like more like a golf czar type thing, right? Yeah, because I think that's you know we we floated it to folks on the refuge and on Twitter. Folks seem to have a problem with the fact that, like, understanding the fact that the PGA of America runs the PGA Championship, that the USGA runs the uh, U.S. Open, sure. and a few other Augusta National bureaucratic the things there. Yeah, the World Golf International Golf Foundation, whatever that is. There's a Federation lot of, of there's professional a lot of hands tours. in the pot. So, so you know, this is kind of if you were all of those hands. Well, that might be the first move. Is let's just unify it all. It's kind of almost like a, uh, a hostile takeover, martial law type situation. It's like boxing. You know, you got WBA, WBF, all that stuff. Yeah, you can't you can't do anything until you consolidate all the belts. Right. And and so that's I think that's what we're doing here. We're <laughs> it's a, it's a coup d'état of sorts uh, on everything. Commissioner for a day. I think you know we'll obviously get into a lot of different ideas. Some ranging from I hope like thoughtful and and 
large and grandiose and then you know some probably minor micro suggestions sure. I, I think all, all ideas are welcome though i, I think sure. this is it's a an safe, open forum yeah, yeah this JFZ. is a safe spot to, yeah. to really share you know, creativity like learning happens creativity happens on the edge of uncomfortable right you mm-hmm. know uh i do want to say though too that of course there's a reason why a lot of these won't happen like, of we, course we understand that like I, i'm sure they'll hear this down down the street at hq and be like well yeah but of course like that can't happen like and here's why like yeah we get that like we don't care but yeah i think i think this is a uh you know it's a jfk type pod you know many people look at the world and ask why we at the trap draw look at the world and, and say why not you know i thought you were going with <laughs> that was jfk wasn't it i don't know i thought you were going with like don't ask what golf can do for you <laughs> oh that was jfk there's ask, a lot ask of different what you can places. do for golf i could be wrong on that i think it was though. there's a lot of different places you can take yeah. jfk so for sure it's kind of the original the original commissioner i was kind of worried there for a sec too. I didn't know. Well, where did you think I was coming? I don't know. I don't I was know. Go? We're not, You're we're, a bad guy. We'll leave that there. Um, <laughs> Randy, do you want to lead us off? Um, yeah, sure. Do we want to? These are in no particular order, right? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, do no, we want to? Just let it fly. Does it I think matter? We just let it fly. It's a brainstorming yeah. session. Okay. Certain stuff will lead to other stuff, and sure. Okay. So here's here's a block that I want to ride on. Um, I don't think bunkers should be raked ever. Ever. Like once they should be raked at the end of day. They should be raked before competition starts. And then once that first player tees off, they're not raked again until all play has been completed everywhere. Don't you doesn't that make it so that people who tee off early have a distinct advantage? Sure. I think there's a little bit of a of a uh regression to the mean there. It's like the NFL, their schedules, right? The 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 worse you are the easier schedule you get the next year because it kind of brings everybody naturally together then. And I, and I think this would be the same way. What's like, it? if you're in the last group and you're worried about it, like, don't, don't. hit it into a bunker, dog. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're hazards. Like, it, it's, What's the genesis of this idea? It just, like, they have such good conditioning. Like, I get mad when the preferable play and the easier play is to hit into, into a bunker. I definitely agree. It's like, then why are they yeah. there? Yeah. Like, it's so, it defeats the purpose. Well, so I'll meet you halfway here because I think going back to the memorial a few years back, this was probably six, seven years ago, I don't agree with Jack on some stuff. For We won't get into that. But when he introduced those, those rakes with the crazy yeah. wide ferals or whatever, those were sick. Those were sweet. Those I, were, I agree. I'd be willing, I, you know, absolutely, I'd be willing to meet you there. You I, say, I think I want to work towards, hazard. yeah, make them, They, they. it should carry some type of penalty, whether that be a half a stroke or, or whatever. So basically all waste bunkers at this point. Yeah. That's kind of the way to think about it. Well, if it's a waste yeah, but now you can like pick sinks stuff gonna, out of it. Yeah, yeah. Stu Sink's going to brush his ball. <laughs> That's your <laughs> ultimate <laughs> block. Do you want to tell the people about that? I think I have. You know, told just it. in case the people don't remember what you're referring to. This was like what O two or something. It was it no. was a long time. It was ago. a long time ago. I don't know what year. Stu Sink and Ted Purdy were battling at the at a, at the Heritage, whatever they call it, the MCI Heritage. I think at that point, Verizon Heritage maybe. And they uh, Stu Sink hits it into a waste bunker on I can't remember. It was on the back nine, and he brushes all the sand out behind his ball. And Purdy, I think it ended Purdy's career. He still hasn't let it go. Which is sick. I, I appreciate that. This would have been two thousand and four. Two thousand four. So yeah, and Purdy ended up losing in a playoff. That was, you're right. That was disgusting. 
Um, I want to offer a quick correction, by the way. Uh, it was RFK that said that quote, not JFK. So okay. just get that on the record. L- listen, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that's really cool that you did. Yeah, no problem. Okay. DJ regrets the air. Who, all right. So bunkers, that's, that's my hey, day one. What am I going to accomplish day one of my administration? Okay. Guys. <laughs> no more raking them. Don't even bother. It's think no of, longer a vacation when you go to the sand. And think of, I mean, of course, across the course of the year, you're going to save hundreds of dollars on rakes, too. For sure. <laughs> you know, which is, that's more money given to charity. Can you imagine the pros getting butthurt, though? Like, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> right? I, I definitely, like, picture a guy coming down, like, 17th hole, nervous, flies it long into the back bunker that is in just, like, a Tim Heron footprint back there someone or someone got pissed off like at 9 a.m that day scold went over the green and then just took a big chunk out of the bunker and the leaders playing out of it i i definitely see where you're going with it it gets back to the roots of the game in the bunkers gravel in the bunker with gravel that might be listen that, that might be i a, think that's that might be an administ like a wrecks the equipment i think that might be a second term uh, second term type of <laughs> legislation. All right. Well, let's go clockwise then. So let's go to my left, DJ. What's what's one thing that you? Yeah. So I think we'll get into we'll get into a lot. There's a couple day one things I think that are really easy uh, to do, but I'll, I'll start with a good one. I think FedEx cut money. Um, the leader got. What does the winner get now? Like, is it? I think it's fifteen, 15 million this year. Yeah, which is all wild. the money. That's assuming that. The guy who wins the Wyndham Rewards doesn't also win the FedEx Cup because I think that's another $2 million, uh, which is wild. But uh, I think FedEx Cup money should... If they're playing for that much money and you know it's all dependent on fans watching them play for that much money, I think that at least... And I'll throw the number out to you guys. But if it's $15 million, I think at least a third to half of it should have an expiration date of like three months or something. And they have to publicize what they spent the money on. And it's got to be something cool and something like ostentatious and ridiculous. What I don't like is like, yeah, you know, I just, you know, I have so much money anyways, so I just didn't really need anything. And I just put it into like mutual funds. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably cash them out in like 40 years. Some low fee. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's like when Samir in office space, he says, I tell you what I would do with a million (laughs) dollars. I would give it to my friend over in security <laughs> exactly and you turn it into yeah it's like yeah that's not really the point yeah that's the not the point no. i think if it's a true spectator sport we should be able to spectate what happens off the course as well i'm gonna push back on just one thing you said though i don't want to be the arbiter of what's cool no 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 but i think that's the whole point is like well, and what do you do if it's no if i think it's, quote unquote, not, no no no, yeah. no 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 sorry I, let me, you're you're exactly right and i don't think it it is a a checklist on you know this is cool. This you can spend the money on. This you can't. I think it's more like you would try to spend it on something cool because you know it's going to be publicized. So then I think it's just like a content bonanza. Everybody analyzing what they spent the money on and like, you know, was it cool or was it not cool? I, I you know, does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think I just think it'd be cool if Justin Rose went out and spent. You know, he had to itemize like, okay, five million of this mm-hmm. is going to expire by. October first. So he so he partnered with his friends Morgan <laughs> Stanley. Morgan Stanley. <laughs> and they uh <laughs> but he had to he had to spell out like, okay, I spent this much on a boat, I spent this much on <laughs> clothes, I spent this much on dinners, I took a trip to Fiji, I did this and then I called like, up NetJets, I got a <laughs> suitcase full of blow. And I- <laughs> 
What's the Chappelle? I bought this baby straight <laughs> cash. Straight cash. It would <laughs> be truck exactly driver, like that. Right? No truck driver. Yeah, it would be like the the reparations episode of <laughs> of Chappelle's show. Hope, hopefully, I'm listen. I'm weighing on that. I'm you know I'm all for transparency yeah. Uh, with yeah. with these. I won't say public funds because they're not really public funds, but you <laughs> they're, know. they're super not public. <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of the problem. Yeah. It, well, it's reinvesting in the community. Well, right? ideally, yeah, it would put a lot of pressure on people to do good shit with the money too. If you think about it, yeah, like how cool would it be if you took five million dollars and was like, oh, well, fuck, everyone's gonna see what I did with this. So I don't know, maybe I should build like a school or something, or maybe I should, you know, invest in this or start a charity or you know whatever. I think it'd be good. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, TC. So this is one. I think this is gonna lead to a few others here. Okay. Every time I go out to TPC Sawgrass, mm-hmm. I always think it'd be so freaking cool if they connected the lakes. On eighteen, on seventeen, oh, God, <laughs> oh, I've 16, heard this one so many times. Eighteen, if they connected them to the ocean, <laughs> like and, you, Folks, and I've looked on Google Earth, you can do it. <laughs> you, you, you can, <laughs> yes, you can. You'd have to buy a this couple is, houses, but you could dredge over to the intercoastal waterway, and then if you could bring your boat in there, that'd be sick. This would be an engineering feat on par with like the Panama Canal, <laughs> the Suez Canal. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I encourage people to go to Google to go to Google Earth. <laughs> you, could, you could absolutely do it. You'd have to use a little bit of the of the uh, Palm Valley or the Dye Valley course, um, but it's totally doable. They have the Dye the Valley course will now be fourteen holes. <laughs> They're spending so like that Tron can take his imaginary boat and <laughs> watch the finish on eighteen. No, but it would be it'd be that so cool. Would be very if, players if, championship. If all the if all the boats were lined up on eighteen, there it'd be like uh, the ballpark in San Francisco. Exactly. You'd have in uh, McCovey's Cove, or it would be like Sergio's uh, <laughs> Sergio's Sea or something. Or the light the light version of that is let people have kayaks and canoes and stuff. Would you connect rafts and put them out to the left of? 18 all along the fairway in the green and then on 17 well that's what i was gonna say would you go one step further and connect 17 and eight and 18 of course okay yeah why wouldn't you maybe 17 should be and i think this maybe we'll get into you know i know there's a hot tub i've got a good i've got a good idea on 17 yeah just just, Um, let's just go right into that (laughs) well real quick would it be boats only or how would you decide who gets in because that would be a very day one kind of question Well, the tour likes money right so you could sell you could sell these as like pre, you know, they try to do their players club, but thing, I feel like you want rip off. Like they could easily do, they could easily sell this to local boat owners here. I feel like you'd want the yeoman in there though, right? Like that. Yeah. If we think back to you our favorite John Deere classic moment, I, that's what I thought. I thought this was yeah. all a, a you know, a, almost a Trojan horse for some air cannons. <laughs> well, I thought that's where sure. you're going with listen, it. <laughs> listen, for sure. I think if you could, if you could have a lottery as well, so you could have the people that pay. You know, because you got to fund this somehow. Tour is a a player-owned organization, which is the first thing that comes out of anybody that works at the tour's mouth whenever you make any suggestion. Well, yeah, but you got to remember we're we're player-owned. A lot of of players are deep in the boat scene. Exactly. So I think this would be speaking with you can stock with fish. You could get some cat could park there for the for the week. So if if we're connecting it to the ocean, I would humbly suggest maybe just making it international waters. You could have a gambling boat out there. And you could have a gambling boat. <laughs> Perhaps it would be, you know, ripe for some pirates. <laughs> you could, you know, it could just be. Live under piracy. Literally, it could just be a total sweepstakes in there. Or, you Live know. Under piracy. <laughs> at the very least, let people stand up paddleboard, kayak. At the very least. And have floats in there. 
I I agree with that. I, th- I agree with that. Okay. Well, I think this leads us to to your well, suggestion. So, I I always thought, you know, they make such a big deal about seventeen being an island green. I think they should carve out a, a circle in the middle and make it a donut green, but have that middle part make it a hot tub <laughs> and sell tickets. Okay. It, but it's it's a it's a water hazard, and so. <laughs> You could sell like a group of eight, and they could hang out in that hot tub, and you it'd know, be like Everbank Field. Exactly, and it's it's in play. It's totally in play. Um, and the people, it's like fans at a baseball game. Like they can, like if they can stay in the water and like reach a ball or something, it's uh, well, like is there it's any in kind play. of like player interference or uh, fan interference type stuff, or is it is that a judgment call on the rules official? I think it's a judgment call as long as they like. They gotta have like both feet in the water, and sure. then I think it, you open it up to like all the money goes to charity. Dude, you charge listen, like, of course, of you charge course, a million dollars of course, for, sure. for that. Of course, I think it'd be nerve wracking to I sit in it. there. I would think everybody would just. It'd be kind of sick, wouldn't it? Would you do it in the middle of the green, or would you do it like where the bunker is? On no, in the middle. Oh, okay, it's a donut. You might need to expand that green. That's not leaving a lot of landing landing zone. Oh. We can talk to maybe some architecture people about that, about the architectural yeah, merits could, of the hot tub. We could. I'd, I'd be willing to look at different blueprints, I guess. But it's kind of harkens back to like the George Thomas uh, Riviera, you know, bunker in the middle of, of that. Green exactly. At, at Riviera. Exactly. It's kind of an homage. <laughs> it's it's like a post-capitalist <laughs> homage to uh, the whole George thing Thomas. with all this player stuff is like let the players just be the players. Let it be outrageous. Let it be unique and for sure fan friendly and all that stuff. You What's another? more friendly than this? <laughs> exactly. And the boats thing. Exactly. Do you have any other thing? Anything else? TBC Sawgrass or players related? Um, I, th- I don't think so. Nothing that we can't come back to later. That that wouldn't be all. My other thing with TBC Sawgrass was, I think they should build. They should make all the hospitality that. This they is a, a good one. I build like up one. and tear down. Like, the tournament's over in in March now. Or the tournament's in March now. They start tearing everything down right afterwards. It's down by June. It's down for a month and a half, and then they start building it again. What's the point of that? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Build a permanent structure and then have it be like chalets. So for buddies trips or for aspiring tour pros, if they want to come and live for, you know, do a three-week stretch and practice at TPC Sawgrass, they can do that in the winter. I think that would be sick. So what you're talking about is basically like permanent infrastructure if people are picturing sixteen, the right side of sixteen fairway, yeah. right, everywhere from there, kind of like basically one stretch there that would kind of run along eighteen, one stretch behind the green on seventeen, and then kind of up that left side of seventeen. Correct. Which would all be kind of like hotel type lodging or cabins. Yeah, I think that would be sick. And then you could it's multi like the the upstairs is event space or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, the other thing I do is I'd knock down the I'd knock down the clubhouse. <laughs> Day one, I think it's the most tasteless looking thing I've ever seen. It's not. It's not good. It's not, it just presents the complete wrong message to the or entire the complete golf right world. message. I mean, based on your new there. legislation that you're passing through, <laughs> uh, it kind of seems like it would, like that hot, that that clubhouse to me right now screams like we yo check it out we have a hot tub in the middle of one of our greens <laughs> i bet you've never seen that before i mean every time i walk in there that that hot tub's how how old or the, sorry <laughs> i almost <laughs> like slipped that, up and said hot tub that, that, that clubhouse is how old 
uh like i don't know 2007 something like that i think it feels so outdated less than 20 years right i think so yeah so i'm just gonna leave that there okay. all right well, let's move on i feel like we're beating beating a dead horse with, with okay sawgrass here um I'll, i got a serious one okay why don't you shouldn't don't point out by the way <laughs> don't point out whether they're serious or not that's for the listener okay. to decide all right. I, I guess i have a macro one then okay is a unified ball one ball here's the ball you you pick it up out of the they, they have a basket of them by the first tee like here's here's there's just one ball you, you don't it's like tennis you don't get to use your own personalized tennis balls it's one ball for everybody one ball to rule them all yeah I'm pitchers don't get to pitch with their own ball listen randy i get it i'm with you i just cool like I agree. Let's, yeah. let's go to the next topic. I agree. Stamp it. Yeah. Executive order. Okay. It's done. Yeah. Thank you. A lot a lot of people chimed in with that on Twitter as well. Let's just go with it. Well, another one that a lot, a lot, a lot, I can't hardly take credit for this is my own. This was, uh, There's a groundswell of support for this one. Get rid of the green Greens reading books. Oh, Amen. for sure. Just get them out of here. Get them out. We don't want them. They, they diminish skill. Uh, I don't know if they slow down or speed up play. Probably a little of both. depending on the, down Depending sure. on the... The well, situation we're gonna have a shot clock in tournament play which yeah, i think is another one we can that. all get on yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so somebody somebody added in um solly's talked about the belt in the past yeah which would basically electrocute you if you go, <laughs> if you go over the very lightly yeah it's like a shot collar for a, for dog. a dog right um but somebody somebody made that idea so i said yeah that's you know that's that's there for sure that's what? a slow play related belt you're saying yeah yeah correct well, somebody else had another idea that I really liked, which was penalize slow play uh, silently. So, like, don't tell them at the time. Tell them almost like with uh, like gymnastics or whatever. When there's adjustments at the end, when you you go in and like you uh, you go in and sign your scorecard. And in this person's example, it was like Bryson signing for like you know sixty four. And then they tell them in the scoring chair, they're like, oh, unfortunately, sir, <laughs> you had 12 shots worth of penalties. Uh, so it's like is, Orwellian. Yeah, man. so this is going to be a 70, 76. Uh, so that's one way to do it. And then another way that another fan kind of said was um, basically you could uh, you could do it where you're just penalizing people's faces off financially, <laughs> just all kinds of – and you're just putting it all into like a huge fund. And what they suggested was that you give it to the 10 fastest players at the end of the year, which I'm not a big fan of kind of just... Speed golf. Well, not only that. You just, hate a redistribution of wealth. I, we that's get exactly it. what I was going to say, yeah. Uh, but what I do like is, uh, you know, I think you could think of something pretty ostentatious and fun to do with that with that fund. You could probably build a, tur- a hot tub. In a hot tub. Like if you wanted clubhouse. To, <laughs> if you wanted to do like a serious thing, you could penalize people a ton for slow play and then just... You know, take like the youth on course model, right? Where you're just, hey, here's uh, here's like 600K that we got in slow play fines for the year. Here, just like give this to juniors for free golf until it runs out. Like, that'd be a good one. I love it. I think it's it, it, it comes down to... That might incentivize people to play slow, though. That's my only hesitation there. Which, honestly, I'm on another block here. Like, I do not give a shit about <laughs> slow play. If you have good TV well, producers... You do on a if macro you have, level. If you have good TV producers, slow play doesn't matter. It doesn't... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter until it affects you personally. Exactly, I think which it never does. I mean, it does. It does, though, it does if you're playing. You yeah, yeah, for sure. 
right. I think we can all agree that slow play is bad. I, we all know. agree we're going to get rid of slow play. <laughs> we're going to get rid of <laughs> it's slow play. It's a day play. one thing. First day in office. Should be no problem. Um, which, yeah, I mean, the, the, these are easy things to fix, right? You know. Well, speaking of easy things to fix, I think uh, this is another kind of overarching. Force the existing rules, basically. Uh, another overarching one, I think, world tour. It's a no-brainer. TC, you want to talk a little world tour? Gosh, I'd love to. Uh, a lot of people bitching about the WGCs yeah. in the replies. Obviously, they exist for a reason. Obviously, they exist in the U.S. for a reason. I think they're, um, you know, people are like, oh, why is there a two, WGC two of the in four. Memphis? Two of the four in the U.S. Well, like, the one that I have a problem with is the one in China. That one objectively stinks. <laughs> That's an awful tournament. <laughs> but, you know, like, I get it why there's not some in some of these other countries. Like, they're not. there's no sponsors willing to pony up and... Because it costs how much more for a WGC, like an extra five, five, eight million dollars a year, like yeah, versus at a, least versus the twelve, you know, ten to fifteen a year on you know just baseline for a, for a PGA Tour event. So, I I think it's tough to get the enhanced value from that. So I think it's, that's they what seem a lot like they're going to reach a, a tipping point at some point. That's what a lot of this comes down to is like there's very few companies left who can possibly sponsor them. Exactly. So. At some point, it's like you got to bite the bullet and make things more. You got to invest in the long term more than just who well, we got to make sure these short term checks keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. And then you can keep rewarding companies like FedEx and, you know, Wyndham and the ones that really underpin the tour and then go out and improve your product too. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the PGA Tour has thought about buying the Euro Tour. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how a world tour would work, but well, how would you, how would it work in your administration? Just from a structural standpoint, I think it's like, is it, are we thinking like top 100 players? I top think, 70 players? I think top like that? 70 to 100. It just, I think you need a certain amount of events where like everybody plays. Yeah, I, like I definitely just, agree. I mean, essentially the LPGA is a world tour. That's what I was going to say. I think it's like a 70 to 100 player schedule of 25 events, 20, 25 events, something like that. And I think it actually helps. I'm not sure if it helps too much, but it, it would kind of differentiate because DJ, you always say this. Like, there's there's a there's a bigger gap between the top events on tour and some of the wraparound and some of the lower tier, like bottom, you know, kind of bottom half events on the tour schedule, and the top events on the Corn Ferry Tour now. Right. With the bottom tier events on the tour, it's like there's a much bigger gulf between. Between yeah, the, well, the intra tour stuff, the majors and the specifically, stuff. right? Is like the majors have never the gap between like the majors and you know I don't want to pick on anybody, but like you know the the three M championship or whatever the the gap between the U S Open and the three M has never I don't doesn't seem like it's ever been like that much larger than it is now. Maybe it has and at then, least since I've been following golf. I guess Ka- is a better way. And to then Cat doesn't play. And Cat, Cat is like and Kepka doesn't not even semi-retired. Kepka's quotes today were were tough. I think so he just straight up doesn't practice until he gets to the tournament. I don't know, like a global tour, it'd be fun to see certain guys play in in certain areas. I think that's like the positive of a global tour from a fan's perspective. Yeah, I, but like, God, outside of like a few guys at a few courses, I I can't imagine. Caring much more about a global tour than I do week to week a well, PGA tour. I think it's tour. almost just getting isolating. What? All right, where's the best golf in the world? Where do people want to watch these guys play? They want to watch them play Sand Belt. They want to watch them play in the British Isles, right? 
It's like, well, I mean, well, I, as is, not really. The, like, I don't want to watch them shoot 35 under in the British Isles. Well, not only that, but I think like theoretically, like who are the people that you're talking about? Because if it's American golf fans and you're like, yeah, American golf fans, they want to watch people play in Australia. It's like, ah, fuck. I don't know if they really do because it's at <laughs> three in the morning. But, you know, if you build well, the if you build the problem, audience around like a worldwide kind of. Yeah. Like it's if it's you go a weird for the quality. It's right? a weird feeling to think that like your audience would change from week to week, though. You know what I mean? Where it's like a ton of Australia is going to tune in this week, and then a ton of the UK is going to tune in this week, and a ton of Asian fans are going to tune in this week. Like that's a weird, a weird thing to wrap your head well, around. How that would work is, just from like a TV deal standpoint. I think American fans at this point aren't really keen to watch much of anything. Well, we'll see how that yeah, shakes well, out. They're keen with the to ratings. watch Tiger. They're keen to watch Tiger. But but that but Tiger plays the majors and he plays a handful of other events right, a year. Right. Like but you know like I don't think they're like even I'm less keen to watch certain events now than I was 15 years ago because of or like five years ago. Yeah, it just seems like they're it's just kind of bifurcating and there's just less like there's like all these guys are so insanely rich that like. Well, that is another downside to the to the world tour is that it it becomes a little less. Uh, you know, you don't have the the Nate Lashleys and the right. you know people like that. Where well, but that's which where, granted, like, did I watch a ton of the 3M? Not really. So, but that's the next or step Rocket here. Mortgage, whatever, whichever the, one he won. You get the relegation going. Well, that's exactly right. That's, so that's what I was the next say step. Too. I think that really gets us amped well, to talk about. I was going to say too. I think the problem we're talking about here, where we're not really as into it week to week, I think some of that goes away when you bring back. The, the uniform limited flight ball. And you can start going yeah, to, even in America, you can start going to better courses. I think the quality of golf improves. You know, guys start shaping the ball. You see more skill level. Also, stop watering the golf course. Stop overwatering the golf course. Yeah. It's I mean, disgusting. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't all the way solve the problem, but I think it would go a long way to helping. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it would be really cool to see, like, why do people like what? What's one of the reasons that people love English Premier League? Relegation. Relegation's yeah. sick. Yeah. And it, yeah. You, so you could start relegating. A, you, you could start relegating players. You could start relegating tournaments. Well, too. I think that. <laughs> I'd love to be at the, the meeting where you decide what metrics the tournament gets relegated <laughs> because of. Uh, <laughs> too far under par. You guys are fucking gone. Well, hold on. What do you mean by the relegation though? Because isn't isn't like golf kind of has that now, right? But that's part of the problem is like the, yeah, you got the 125. The middle's a little fat. You got these bullshit J.J. Henry exemptions. <laughs> it's it's like it's so hard. You got David Bergano on, in his 15th year on a major medical. You don't know. don't hate the player. You guys hate the you guys so you're that, not a doctor that are in the top <laughs> 75 in the FedEx Cup this year that can't get into. Okay. Well, so I hear that. Quick and loans. So it's it's relegating more guys and it's it's maybe being. I think it's being a little sharper, more cold blooded with yeah, your exactly. with your relegation. Exactly. Yeah, but okay. but it, but on the flip side of that too, it's also like making the corn ferry and the bottom half, like making the the actual U.S. tour, bringing that back to like it's a tour. Like you're driving from event well, to that's event what's, and that's making what's cool. those stronger. You know, and that's what's left been left out of the world tour conversation that we've been having thus far is like yes, you have the super elite, high level. You know, the guys going from Japan to South Africa to Australia to Korea to, you know, U.S. Open to, you know, whatever. You have that that high-level tour. But I think, like, the rest of those events don't theoretically all go away. You know, you have yeah everything from 
whatever you'd want to you'd want to call kind of like the cutoff on the PJ Tour. Maybe it's like the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Kind of almost becomes like the the major of that next tour down. You know, so you still have a week to week event. And guys would still play that. Too, yeah, you I still think. have a week to week event at you know on w- what is now like the PJ Tour. You'd still have that, but you'd still have another tour kind of like above that. So you're taking almost like the best of the PJ Tour now, the best of the European Tour, the best of the Asian Tour, like all of these things, consolidating them into one thing and then kind of figuring out what's left based on whether it's like taking the five or six best Corn Ferry events that you, you know, would have to kind of backfill the majors and the WGCs or whatever. You know, and you're kind of still having a tour that's on week to week. The problem then is like, I don't know how you do like I said earlier, like well, there's probably a lot of problems with this, and that's why <laughs> again, like I, I don't want anyone to think that you know we've thought like, this all the way through. To pay? Like, yeah. but the problem, one big problem is like how the TV contracts work with that. You know, it's like I think things are really, really good right now for all the tours. So to where it's like when they start kind of rocking the boat, it's I don't know how it's going to look when when things need to reform just because of streaming because of you know all the different ways like a new network could you know if, if there's a pj tour network that's competing with golf channel or whatever like there, there's all kinds of shit that can really upend the apple cart pretty well, seriously i thought you were gonna say even like incentivizing guys to travel well like, there's that yeah you know like how do you even get these guys to travel to japan and europe and like i'm, I'm, I'm good but it's like, the LPGA, like I'm good. If, you yeah. if you don't do that then like cool like you don't get to play in some of the biggest events of the year. Yeah. And that's that. And it, but it makes it more democratic from a worldwide perspective. I don't know. I don't want to get too hung up on the world tour because we got a bunch. Okay. Of yeah. Let's, let's, we'll keep the train uh-huh. moving here. Randy mentioned it earlier. This episode of the chapter proudly sponsored by Holderness and Bourne. And I think the thing we'd like most about working with Holderness and Bourne is that it's Alex Holderness and John Bourne. They're two guys we met uh, pretty organically that just give a shit about golf, espouse the same ideals that we do, and make some really quality stuff in the process. Small shop. Exactly. It's a small shop. Uh, Icarito loves that about them as well. Uh, they're super easy to work with, but we've got our fall collection coming out here in a few weeks, so stay tuned for that. Uh, they've got a new color, Everglade, that I'm really excited about. It's kind of a grayish forest green kind of thing that that's coming out different from anything they've done before you're big on that american experience about the everglades as well i was oh the the so i know the, that one's close to called your heart. river of grass yeah yeah that was fantastic anyway that's neither here nor there these guys have been awesome uh if they're not at your local shop like randy said go in talk to the pro or whoever handles the sourcing ask them what the hell they're doing uh and then check them out in our shop Check them out on their store too. I think you'll probably see a couple caddies wearing the quilted sweatshirts this week during the during the Open Championship presented by Her Majesty the Queen. I don't even know if I did that correctly, but yeah. Anyway, back to the trap draw. Holding us in born. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, this is one that I've had on my list. Uh, I think once per year, when you like a player should have a lifeline once a year, where if they've missed the cut, but they're hitting it really well, they got like some really bad breaks. Like they, they feel like fuck. Like this could be my week. They can take their lifeline and get back in the tournament. Who gets knocked out? Uh, what if it was you do a fan vote? <laughs> well, it could be either. You just add someone, like just add another person to the made cut field, or in order to use your lifeline, like you have to pick somebody out and say, like you, 
you're out of here. So I, I love that. Here's where I'll go with it. You reserve. Do they usually play threes? Most like week to week, do they play threes? On Thursday, Thursday Friday. Friday. What about weekend? Twos? typically Hopefully two early in the season okay so i'm reserving i'm reserving two groups right four spots and guys have to it's like an auction guys have to pay to use their lifeline to get into one of those four. Oh, i like that that's like and so Zach then it's like you gotta play well enough to like earn that money back plus win some money but <laughs> Zach, if you, Zach if you a play few years ago, was shitty like, you, it's like a losing it's like yo i would pay fifty thousand dollars to get back into the player's field yeah, for Saturday. Just was After he missed, he yeah. was just hitting it that well, and he, yeah, like the course was in great shape. I love that. So yeah, I think there's a I think there's a couple different levers you could pull. There. I'd say a blind auction, and then you fill out the four spots. Right. All right. Love that. Uh, DJ, another one you had that was that was relatively short was cat uh, should be introed as cat. Yeah, I think on the first tee it should be like from from Hope Sound, Florida. Please welcome cat. I think that's a very Just, simple one. Uh, cat or the cat? I think that could va- vary from week to week, <laughs> depending on the familiarity of the starter and the cat. Someone know? also suggested uh, Fern Lundquist being the permanent starter and not giving him any prep time or notes or anything. <laughs> Just letting him that's that's um, mean spirited announce you know all the names as they appear. You know, like <laughs> this is this is Mike Wallace. That's yeah, that does seem kind of mean spirited. I was gonna say with the cat, you know, like in church when they say like you know this is the word of the God and people are like thanks, <laughs> thanks be to God, thanks be to cat. Like when the starter announces, ladies and gentlemen, now on the tee, cat, and everybody has to say we see cat, mate, <laughs> or, or thanks be to cat, thanks or all cat. thanks be to cat. Um. Let's see here. DJ, you also had a winner-take-all purse at least once a year. Yeah, thank you for, for teeing me up to that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that one's straightforward. I think once a year, one tournament, they can pick whoever they want to do it, but I think the purse should be winner-take-all. Just straight up. Totally in. I think that'd be great. Totally in. Um, and, like, I, I think what's so cool about that one is, like, a lot of people wouldn't play because they so that you'd get fucking, like, way down on the alternates list. You get a lot of wild people who could swoop in and like have the week of their life and win, you know, eight million bucks or six million bucks or something. I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, Randy, you've got one that you you feel pretty pretty passionately about, kind of in line with your bunkers. The, the no yardages. Yeah. Oh, I think DJ and I. Thankfully. I think we found community yeah, here. Totally. Um, no yardages. No yardage markers anywhere. No, like, I don't even think on the scorecard, like. The hole's just in front of you. You walk up to the hole, yeah. and you're like, this is hole three, and you have no idea how long it is. <laughs> I think it'd be great. Or, like, I think... Te- well, Randy tested this out in, in our thread with Max. Max said it was the stupidest fucking thing he's ever heard. <laughs> well, Which of course. almost, almost, yeah, almost makes me feel better. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think the furthest I would be willing to concede is like what other public offers have, which is you can have a 100... You can have a 100-yard plate and a 150-yard plate and a 200-yard plate, and that's it. My only concern... But just FYI, they might be off by a little bit. <laughs> they might have moved the green like four years ago. And they didn't tell anybody. I, I was going to say, I think this only works if, if we're enforcing the pace of play. Because I don't want guys yeah. like walking off 170-yard oh, of shots. Yeah. You know? Pythagorean theorem. It has to work exactly. in conjunction with the shot. Exactly. Part. I think it's getting back to you got to feel the shot. you got to feel the yardage. Well, that was kind of the... Yeah, I don't know. I, I So I wrote a piece for the Golfer's Journal a while ago about... Uh, Gil Hans and we were walking around number four 
uh, Pinehurst number four when he was like kind of shaping that one and getting it all ready to go. And he was talking about like deception bunkers and he's like, and he was speaking so passionately about it. And he's like, you know, what I love about this is he's like, nobody does this shit anymore because like everybody has range finders and it doesn't matter. But all the like golden age guys, what they used to do is they'd put this bunker that looks like it's green side. It's actually like 20 yards. There's 20 yards between this bunker and the green and it just throws your eye off completely. Not only does, you know, do you think that the, the bunker's right there, but it just, even if you know the yardage, you're like, gosh, this just doesn't compute that I should be hitting nine iron here because I got like this bunker is it worrying me, blah, 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 blah. And he was going into it. And he's like, you know, if you're, if you have to hit a putt and you have to guess how much the putt breaks, like, why is that different than kind of like guessing the yardage? And I'm a- like, whoa, amen. God, that is. You're kind of speaking my language here. I've, do you have any literature I could, I could, I would love to subscribe to your church. That's to me, like that's, that's the game that's of golf. golf. Right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's not like who can repeat a golf swing at like a given yeah. yardage the most. Like that's, well, I think you guys are going to like this next one. This is from, <laughs> <laughs> from at pair Bart. Um, any playoffs should be played on holes that aren't real holes. I.e., first playoff hole is 12 tee to 17 green. <laughs> then second hole is 18 <laughs> tee to 9 green. Nobody knows what the playoff holes are beforehand, <laughs> except for tour officials or of whoever. Course. They're cut, kept under lock and key. That'd be sick. As somebody who likes chaos, I think that's that's really cool. Yeah, I, I could get way down with that one. What would what would some of the best cross-country holes be that you can think of? Uh, that's a good question. I'm totally unprepared for this, so that's a good question. I'm almost thinking you could do like, uh, I mean, it'd be an easy one. You know, it's right down the road, but like 16 T to 17 green at TPC Sawgrass would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can basically like, yeah. you know, you wouldn't have a yardage, but you'd hit it down into that fairway and then you'd have to hit it over those trees uh, to a green that like is a complete island. You wouldn't really know. <laughs> you wouldn't really know what was going on. The best part is, or you guys, could lay it up and you'd have a little chip shot you know, over the water, prepping but, for this stuff and, and practice. And then pick the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a sweepstakes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like that idea. Uh, another one that I really liked was at Brian Bisgard. Alternate idea: flood the sport with PEDs. <laughs> Baseball was never more fun than when McGuire and Sosa were doing their thing. Let's let's golf it up in here. PEDs would be a tough one. Uh, I feel like that might enhance the maybe the parts of the game that we're not so into. You know, yeah. pe- people would just be picking. I mean, it'd just be. But it's also like, are ridiculous. they really testing for? I don't know. Well, I'll, we'll leave that one there. There's a lot of yeah. There's yeah. a lot of a lot of question marks. The game may be flooded with PEDs already. But it, but well, but they're worried about you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can look at. I don't think you it know, is. pinching Robert Garrigas for. Smoking medicinal marijuana, basically. Flood the game with medicinal marijuana. That would be another interesting <laughs> He's a play myself for that. That's true. That's a great point. Uh, another one that I feel extremely passionate about <laughs> is um, these these major medicals. Oh. oh, yeah. Speak on that. Please. Just abuse. Abuse, guys. It's fraud. <laughs> it is fraud. You wouldn't believe some of the stuff they tell me out there. Yeah. It's horrible. So, anyway, I'm just going to leave that there. I'm not going to name any names. I think you already did. Well, you already earlier. named one earlier. <laughs> the <yeah>. podcast. <laughs> but, like, guys, guys can be having a bad season. Oh, oh, I hurt my back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my arm. Yeah. Um, How, are you, I, I feel like, does every case, as commissioner or czar, would every case come to you? And it would just be like a thumbs up, thumbs down if he's, like, actually 
injured? No, I just think you need to. Or like, there's just no such thing as medical exemption. I almost think it's like you, you get a you get a jury of your peer. No, I, I just think there should be a there should be a limit on like I'm fine with it. If a guy's hurt, a guy's hurt. Right? Are you are you <laughs> hurt? <laughs> but if a guy's hurt, he's hurt. Or sorry, if a guy's injured, he's injured. <laughs> but uh, it shouldn't be able to go on for loads and loads of time. Like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna call him out. A lot of guys out there say Smiley. He started playing bad. Oh, you know, oh, I'm dealing with this. You know, I'm dealing with this. I don't know if it was a wrist issue or back issue or whatever. But like, a lot of guys were like, "Dude, Smiley's not really that hurt. He just wasn't playing well, and he's trying to get it back." That's a hard one. That's but it's a hard like one unless all, you have a full. But it's like arbiter. all he's doing. Like, I'm not. I'm not banging on Smiley because he's doing it within the current structure i'm saying change the structure close the loopholes, close the loopholes. I, i'd be willing to listen to there's no such thing as a medical exemption <laughs> it's around the grade yeah. it's kind of a. it's kind of the nfl I mean, structure i was gonna say yeah think about other sports if you get hurt i don't know if we should be looking to the nfl's human rights record as a uh, yeah. as a gold standard but smile the the smiley one's tough i don't know i have zero insight on this but a lot of it's like you could just as easily say on the other side like well yeah maybe he was playing bad like because he was hurt for sure (laughs) for sure so it's yeah i don't know until you have you know a full-on uh doctor maybe that guy from morning drive who's the the doctor that like must have an office down the street from golf channel that's always in there in morning drive talking about like flexibility and stuff maybe a golf specific doctor like that is is the arbiter he looks at him and he's like no way sorry not gonna happen i'll tell you you should be the the arbiter dr phil (laughs) he's a doctor (laughs) sure there you go. Yeah. All right. Um, Listen, I know you didn't want to name names, but on your on your list here, I see you want to suspend somebody specific. Um, I was wondering if you could go through that, well, the I rationale think, behind that. So big thing, this is like very inside baseball, but I think the, the 48, 49-year-old category. <laughs> you have a lot of lifetime bans <laughs> in your list here for just arbitrary people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> First of all, authoritarian commissionership that you you're the running. The 49 category on the web tour. That's it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. Like Frank Licklider. I said the other day, they, there should be there should be a mid pro tour. Or just like, I don't like know if that's at what point are guys? I don't think I'm going out to watch that one. <laughs> no, but I love golf. And I don't think I'm going to watch that one. Or what point? Like at, at what point are guys going to stop playing the Champions Tour? Well, listen, so that's another money. conversation. Many Twitter people said just cancel the Champions Tour, which is, a you know, I mean, I think you still need a Champions Tour at some, uh, or whatever, the PGA Tour Champions on some level. I think you still need it. I think they're still, like, it's it's the hardest card to get in the game if you're not, it's among the if most, you're not a stud. It's among the most fun tournaments I've ever been to. The yeah. tournament experience yeah. at a Champions I've event. Been to a couple. Oh, I went to the Mitsubishi Electric Classic awesome. a couple of times and at Sugarloaf. Yeah. It's great. It's so good. I would I would rebrand it. I they're not all champions. Like I like them all, but they're not all champions. What's so your I would go back to the senior tour. Yeah, well, I think they are all champions. That's kind of the point. Well, I guess there's like one Q school guy a year that gets through. But that, like those guys are terrible. Which like is crazy. Scott Peril. Yeah, yeah. Uh, True. Kentanigawa. Now, now they are champions. Exactly. They won. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I would, I would the invest. You're saying they don't have the heart of a it champion. It does seem or you're like they a, don't have kind the of a golden parachute a little bit. It's like the golden parachute tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the where, Lehman Brothers tour. Thank you. Where it should be more like you know, like the Corn Ferry tour should get a little bit more like 
And, and but part of that's just putting more emphasis and investing, getting on that, that on TV and all that stuff. It'd almost be cool if uh, did you guys ever see the movie The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke? I did. Uh, I don't think I ever actually saw it. It'd almost be cool if the Champions Tour was a little like a lot grittier. You know, instead of just kind of being like like the retirement tour where everything's just everybody's like stress free and laid back. If you almost made it more like the wrestler where uh, the premise, Randy, if you, you should watch it. It's an absolutely standout <laughs> film. It was critically uh, acclaimed. Critically acclaimed film. Kind of relaunched <laughs> his career. But, uh, you know, the whole vibe is like he's this washed up wrestler who just has to do all these like comic book shows and stuff just because he has no other way to make a living. And I think if you open it up like that and you made it kind of uh, just kind of gritty and raw and these guys were like they really had to, had to be out there. Rather than like, oh, well, yeah, I don't really want to just like sit at home. So I might as well go play this like pampered. Well, that's, so that's what are you, are you going to means test these people? Are you talking means <laughs> testing on the, on the senior I mean, team? Maybe. No, no, that one just Randy, came we're talking me. about getting your boy from uh, Golf Channel. Uh, Mark Burke? Mark Burke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From, from Pipe Dream. Get him out of the pipe. Exactly. That's kind of the thing is I'd rather see if I'm going like, to go watch uh, these guys. I'd rather, you know, the, the problem is almost like they're too good. You know, like, like they're yeah. too good and too... Like we have a tour where we can watch people who are it's like, spectacular. Of course, David Toms and Jerry Kelly, yeah, and Steve, Stricker Steve Stricker and Bernhard are going to dominate yeah, exactly. out there. I think there should be a forty-five to fifty thing where you can go play that tour and maybe that's the rest. There's a tour. certain there's a certain you know percentage of the purse that is that is you know kind of attributed to that. And then you've got like the sixty plus guys, and then there's the there's like the general classification to to borrow some Tour de France. Uh, Partlands there, the GC. So we need to bifurcate the champions tour. <laughs> Trifurcate. <laughs> Trifurcate. Okay. All right. Put that on the list. <laughs> but, okay. but I was going to say, but that goes back to the web events. So they're basically giving these guys a free pass at forty-eight and forty-nine into web events to hone their craft. And some of these guys, like Frank Linklater, take advantage of it every freaking week, and they miss the cut. And it's like it's a spot that a young guy could get. And yeah. It's and, not good. And we go back to the but that's not Frank's sponsor fault. exemptions and all that no, stuff. Close the loopholes. Exactly. exactly. Well, this is all, we're all kind of dancing around an issue that I know is near and dear to our hearts. I think we've mentioned probably years ago now, but the death panel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that okay. might be a. You guys are gonna have to lay this one out for me. That might be a, uh, that might've been back in the fried egg three man weave days that we really were harping on the death panel a lot. It's uh. Yeah, I mean, do you want to explain it? Or you want me to explain it? Uh, I'll take a crack at it, but the idea, Randy, is basically there should be a panel of uh, unbiased, of course, of un- course. unpaid for, unvarnished. Uh, I think I think we had said arbiters certain of, guys that are on the panel. Yeah, like we thought Brandel would be great on the panel. Bamberger would be great <laughs> on the panel. Um, are they panelists for life? Mm, there's certain we hadn't gotten that grand we hadn't like they're, gotten they're, that granular they're 10 year yet. terms they're long term so you, but the you ag- keep the special interests like J.J. Yeah. Henry out of it <laughs> <laughs> the idea is when a player loses their card they go up or actually no I think I think the idea was just everybody's eligible all the time right the death panel could come to you at any time be like tap you on the shoulder and be like yo enough you're you're out like you're are, you're, are, you're good man like no one <laughs> No, no it was one, it was like no every, one's interested in what like, you're selling. You need to get the fuck out of here. You've, if you've had your or card, you can go to one of the three champions <laughs> tours if you want, but you can't be here if anymore. If you've had your card for more than like three years straight, 
Yeah, you're exempt. Like, there's I, a bunch I, of again, exemptions. Again, I yeah, don't. Yeah. No, no, no. You're not exempt. Oh, so you had, <laughs> you had your card for three years in a row or longer, and you've never accomplished a damn thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna point what any about? fingers or name any names, but like Cam <laughs> Tringale, like then, like. Is he in the last group but, this week? No, he was, on, and then on, he ejected. He does on. that all the time. Like he's he's never sniffed the victory. But I got a question: Isn't he isn't the off. mere fact of keeping your card? Wouldn't that be an accomplishment? Yeah, in your like everybody gets a trophy <laughs> world, and then yeah, like this is a meritocracy, and it's also like everybody needs to realize well, that the cat they're on a gravy train with the cat. Well, I think a lot of this is yeah. We need to decide <laughs> like for sure: is this an entertainment product? Or is this like, you know, a a meritocracy to like pay tribute to people who are just doing things at a really high level? There's arguments to be made on both sides of that. But like, do you know, I would lean as a Joe fan, I would lean much more towards like, man, I'd rather watch an entertainment product, I, I would think. It seems like you're just And gonna- then I think the death panel, like, which are all, we have to decide who appoints the death panel and all that stuff. There's a, there's a <laughs> lot of question marks, but... I think it all I would think the commissioner would get to put together the death panel. No, but well, the, commissioner's the commissioner's an inside. Yeah, the commissioner's has his own exactly. bias. Exactly. So his you own so like Lou Brown from Twitter. Lou Brown be would be on the death panel for sure. Yeah. But this all comes back to the point of like there's the one twenty five, it's Judy Rankin it's would be on two. the death panel yes. as well. Love Judy Rankin. What about Beth Ann? We could talk about Beth Ann, but she's so deep in the women's game that That's I don't true. know if she she gets you know, but that might be the type just of don't throw non nilly like that. Me and Trout have been talking but, about this for years. <laughs> Here's the deal: the 125 is is fat, right? Yeah, right. Not not pH fat. It's fat with an F. <laughs> right. And there's there's way too many guys year to year that like they just keep keep their card without doing anything, and it's like, like you're, I get, you're looking to churn that like there just bottom, needs to be more churn that bottom half. From the a, only from question, a very like from like frankly and like seriously speaking, there needs to be more churn. When a guy gets a card, he sh- like he should have his card. He shouldn't have to worry about agree categories yeah. and all that. Like you should be able to get into, like if you're top seventy five, or whatever, you should be able to get into all the tournaments. And then the twenty five, and you know, and, and limited to the top twenty five guys from the Corn Ferry Tour get or you know, bring it to fifteen. They get into all the tournaments. Like it shouldn't be, oh well, you know, I, I'm I'm forty eighth on the corn fairy tour last year and you know so i kind of have my card but i kind of don't i have to play a split schedule this year like that sucks yeah so that's all i'm saying what if yeah this just came to me but what if uh the so the top 25 from the corn fairy regular season they get their card correct yeah and they join like and the they top. go to finals to try to improve their yeah rank. and let's say that let's say well no we might oh, be getting under the finals. New, okay yeah cool, cool. Let's say the top 25 from the tour, obviously they retain their card. 125. Well, no, in the new system. Oh, top 25. Because we're trying to okay. churn the... Okay. So, so you got a group of 100 now, okay? Wait, wait the top 25? Top 25 from Corn Ferry plus top 25 from PGA... Or top 75 okay. from PGA oh, okay. Tour. I was going to say That's top 100. 25. Damn, Randy, you're... <laughs> no, no, now you're stay churned. with me here. Stay you're with okay. me. Okay. Stay with me. Now you have numbers uh, 75 through 100 from the PGA Tour and numbers 26 through 50 from the Corn Ferry, they have to play a 36-hole match for for a PGA Tour card. So you have 25 matches 
one-on-one for a PGA Tour card. That seems really arbitrary. How many people get through? So 25 more. So now you're up to 125 cards given out. But like, isn't that penalizing the guy that's that's 76th and the guy that's first? Didn't you want churn? No, I want churn, but I want fairness too. No, it, well, you, you would seed it. So he'd be like oh, the God. one seed playing the number 50 from the Corn Ferry. That would be sick. I would follow that. The uh, If the season ended right now, you know who the last man in, number 75, would be? Jordan Spieth. Keeping his card. You know, here's a couple. So who'd be 76? Who'd have to go into a, into a match play? JT Poston. Which would then you'd have Tron like, this is bullshit. <laughs> the JT Poston, he finished eighth at Wyndham and he lost his card. No, even if, I mean, I, I think you're, I think you're. You're chopping it down to where because there's there's 150 156 spots in most events, right? So you're you're chopping it down. I think something else that's been no, I'm talking about like card card, like, yeah. Like and then you can fill in exactly. however through different. But I think if you have your card, you should have your card. Yeah, straight up. And then you fill in the you fill in the gaps with like high performers from the last two or three weeks of Corn Ferry because something else that people have suggested is just more like. More battlefield stuff. Like I, I think the battlefield promotion is the most impressive yeah. thing in sports. I like I like the match play though. Like why why do why do corn fairy guys get their PJ tour card at all? Like they should have to they should have to battle somebody from the PJ tour to like take their card. <laughs> they should have to call them out. Yeah. Like why do you get a PGA card for winning the corn fairy tour? That doesn't seem right. Like you gotta well, go. Would you get a well, card? They're, they're, like you gotta go take it from somebody. You gotta go take somebody's card. That's sick. So, the so top, there's, there's a finite amount of actual physical cards. Yeah. So the top 25 from the Corn Ferry, like you gotta go take somebody in that 101 to 125 range. On How the would PGA it work? Tour. You'd have to think about like, like who you could beat, what course you'd want to challenge them at. What What's the incentive for someone to say yes? Maybe if you're no, they have to. They have like if you're in that 101 to 125, oh, like I you're see. exposed. Yeah, yeah. I like, see. You accept it or you like you have to card. play to win your card. I see. Okay. And so there's you, like you two can't times just call a year. Out. You exactly. can't call out like Brooks. I want to play. No, you. there's two windows. There's yeah. like a, a by year open enrollment. Yeah, and to where it's like <laughs> you like your card, you can keep it. Exactly. It's like one halfway through the year, and then one in like December, and you gotta you gotta win a 36 hole match. To keep your card. It's just the sweepstakes. Or you lose it, and then you have to go to the Corn Ferry, and the Corn Ferry guy comes up. Nobody rides harder for that tour than I do. Sure. Wilson, of course, right? Of course. Uh, I do think the guys, the top 25 in the regular season should get priority over the top 25 from playoffs. I think that's fair. I feel like the top yeah. 25 from playoffs. It's a lot harder to get. Because the way the yeah. playoffs work, it's 125 through 200 on the tour, and the top 75 from the regular season on the Corn Ferry tour play in these fields and too often i feel like the 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 top 25 in the in the playoffs is or in the fi- web tour finals or corn fairy finals whatever they're calling it now the bucket <laughs> basically uh they're gonna have like it's just a get out of jail free card for guys who just keep going through the motions and kind of are on the fringes of the tour and then go back to there and either play well at one of the three finals events, you know, the, those courses suit him or whatever. And then, like, I do think you should get priority over because the way they do it right now is like one, it's like one from the regular season, one from finals, two from regular season, two right. from finals. I think you, you should, there should be some sort of priority given to the guys who played 
well in the regular season. Or at least like the top ten guys. Exactly. Like the almost like the the twenty five from the regular season should be weighted. Because someone like Scotty Scheffler or something like that has had an objectively better season. Dominated. It's yeah. not someone who went out like won one event and then missed exactly. you know, eighteen cuts. Or yeah. Something. Where I, like like with the finals, like you can go win one event and miss the other. Or two finish cuts. like third at one event or something. In, yeah. in your top ten, basically. Yeah. You know. So I think that's more because that like basically everything the way that the tour is structured is everything, especially once you've had your card for a few years. That's why that's why Roberto Castro just fascinates me. Because yeah. he's like the fly in the ointment to all this because he's made the tour championship twice and lost his card the next year both times. Nobody, nobody else has even done it once. That's the craziest stat ever. But otherwise, it feels like it's really, really... Like once you have your tour card for a few years, it's, it gets exceedingly hard to lose it. Agree. So um, Let me throw this one at you. Change, Please. Changing years. Please. So everyone knows you get a lifetime exemption at the Masters if you win. You play it for the rest of your life. Until you get too old, right? And then they they kind of they tap you on the shoulder. The death panel. They, they kind of have their own death panel. Exactly. Uh, what I'm thinking is, what if you? I'm not saying it's good good idea or bad idea, but what if you allowed people to play from like the tees? Like you left all the tee boxes, or you recreated the tee boxes where they originally won their masters, and they got to play from there. I'd be so far in on that. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. If you know, so so like Larry, Larry Mize, Larry Mize is play. playing there, he plays from the 1987 tees, yeah. and that way, hopefully, you know, it stays competitive. What about if you win multiple times? You'd have to. I thought about that. You'd have to scoot, keep scooting back to wherever right. you're most. I was going to say that would be a massive, massive uh, advantage for Cat. Well, until this year, now he's got to scoot back. Well, it will pre-scooting back, but I'm pre-scooting back, yeah, he'd be yeah. playing the 05 tees. He'd be decimating people. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but that's the thing. It's like you get one, but then you got to scoop. Then you got to scoot it back. Do you think there would be any favorite? Someone like Fred Couples playing the 1992 team. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Would there be Couples would win every year? Who would be? Well, the... no, he'd only win once. So then you have to move back. Who'd true. be the favorite right now? Yeah, I mean, probably Bernhard Longer. Right? Was he be playing what? Like what was that? 88 or 89 or something that he won? Or 86, 87? 86, no, that was my 86. I think was someone else. Sometimes in the 80s. <laughs> Listen. Just kidding. It's just details. Uh, but you know what I mean? It's like, I think you put him at, at those tees that are probably, whatever, 700 yards shorter. The members tees. The me- yeah, basically. He'd be a complete a menace. Than. 1993. Well, he won two of them, so he'd be playing oh, right, from the so 93 he'd, tees. He'd be scooted back. <laughs> so it's just, you know, just one idea. I, I, think, I love it. I think everybody loves when someone, you know, some like 56-year-old guy at the Masters goes out and takes like, he's like two back after after. 36 holes you know just it would inject a little more For more sure. of that in there uh so we got a lot of good stuff from twitter um a lot of people banging on like you know str- like stripping due process from people who yell <laughs> uh, a lot of mentions of guantanamo for anybody who mentioned or who yells this is the baba booey people or baba booey or anything like that i ride with neil on this one which is if you're gonna yell something like you should have full freedom to yell as loud as you can but it needs to be something really funny and if it's not but there needs to be consequences you Some, can have your roving can, death squads come well, in somebody and take can beat the shit out of you if it's not good that's the deal um anti-faldo who's always a uh, friend of the pod you know friend of the refuge friend of the pod refugee uh fix the system so that high level ams don't have to burn through sponsors exemptions and dumpy june july tournaments to get their cards well, I almost I think th- they're trying to do that. Yeah, I think right? part of the I think that's part of the PGA Tour U thing. You, 
uh, is uh, yeah, trying to open up some spots for guys. I almost, I almost think some of this gets. Don't solved. they have to be college graduates though? Yeah, you got to like play all four years, and it's only going Oof. to like the top guy or something. I, I think there's some issues yeah. with it, but uh, I almost think this is a, an issue that the death panel could solve, which is, you know, the death panel taketh, but it, you know, it all the it also, it also giveth. giveth. I think it could. It's a birth panel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it could open up some spots. So I've got one from Michael. We Wolf, can take that offline. Our friend down in uh, Birmingham. I should say up in Birmingham. Um, he was really fired up earlier this year when there's a there's always a web tour event the same week as the U.S. Open. Um, yeah. He said put tour KFC Narcos etc. on the same points so guys aren't penalized when they Monday qualify for bigger events. I think that's definitely also on that point. Like Tyler McCumber last year, he won three McKenzie Tour events. I think a guy who wins three events on any tour that's PGA Tour sanctioned should auto should auto go into Web Tour finals. I like that. Yeah, sure. It's like cool. Like golf's a meritocracy. Like you won, you won three times. Doesn't matter what. Three in a row or just three? Just three times. Okay. If you don't, even if you don't get a full card, it's like you get. You know, well, it's like, and then three if you go to Web Tour finals and get and get your card, like, cool, you validated. Yeah, it, you know, you played against guys, and then he said, uh, "B, let sponsors' picks earn money, but no points." I think that's also a good, yeah, uh, good thing. And then see more Monday through Thursday events in prime time during football season. That seems like a corn fairy. For like, really, I think for both the only the e- only issue even with- the <clears throat> really even the reach around season. Yeah. The only issue with that is, uh, uh, like, I just wonder how it would work for from a volunteer standpoint. In hospitality, like getting volunteers yeah. in hospitality and all that, like all those people out there from Monday to Thursday, or, well, listen, would, be, well, it would be tough. It would come out of their own pocket, like, Ugh. like well, they the should whole charge volunteers them. thing. We do a whole separate yeah. podcast. Well, then Will on the Bardwell said, thing. in the early days of the Supreme Court, justices <laughs> would hit the road and ride a circuit for a while. Participating in lower courts hearings and decisions would well, be cool for PGA Tour guys to have to play two to three KFC Tour events a year, like doing uh, something pay per view. Yeah, like see, you lambasted me for this. This was my idea. Like the, it's Triple H. The way is that what the, you were. <laughs> it's like Triple H doing an ECW <laughs> pay per view. I'm not a wrestling guy. I'm not a wrestling guy. The way that. Well, so the tour does like the one in three or one in five thing where you got to mm-hmm. play like one new event every yeah. three years. I think if you win the FedEx Cup and you win that $15 million, you should have to go play like you should have to go play like a PGA Tour China event or a PGA Tour Latin America event or a PGA Tour Canada event. It's not like you should to have bring to. Your, you should get to. <laughs> you should get to. What, what, if you, what if you made those events like multipliers in case you did win the FedEx like if like, you win like the FedEx the as is, you win like fifteen million. If you played like one Corn Ferry event and win the FedEx tour, also, you win like twenty five million. Like you, like you put in multipliers. That'd be sick. What if they? What if the Sunday of the FedEx Cup? I just thought of this. This wasn't on my list. What if Sunday of the FedEx Cup, people had to like wager their own money, based on where they thought they were going to finish? Like, like I think it would be cool if you did a, uh, you know, we've said this a bunch where. Like if you just turn Sunday into a full on like shootout for the fifteen million dollars, where it's like you know the, the whole thing is like all leading up to like qualifying for Sunday, and there's like four people that get through into this like fifteen million dollars shootout. But what if like even on Sunday you had to put up your own money, and it was like here's what the house will will back or recognize. Uh, you can wager this much to win this much on yourself, kind of thing. I think that'd be pretty cool. That was like the biggest yeah. critique of the match, right? Was that they yeah no yeah. they weren't like wagering their so own money the exactly yeah. 
Yeah. Is there uh, some issues with that in like the sure. gambling laws in Georgia? Possibly, <laughs> like maybe. But it's uh, also like let's say you have a massive take that lead or whatever. But, like, does it behoove you to exactly to throw ten million dollars to get a, you know, one to ten payout? Basically, who knows? You know. Yeah, there might be some problems with that one. Uh, one Brown I, said oh, hire Jack Welsh and set him <laughs> loose in HQ, which I could not agree more with that. It's the most is he alive? Over, he may not be, but <laughs> the ghost of Jack Welch, most overstaffed. Uh, it's like you know all this stuff that we're talking about. A lot of the reason it won't happen is because it's revenue based. Well, you know what? A really easy thing to do is to solve falling revenues, falling costs, <laughs> falling expenses. Jack Welch is alive, alive and well, eighty-three years old. I think, I think he lives in Fairfield, Can University of Illinois at Champaign. How about that? You, so I'll tell you. I'll tell you who else is. DA points. Exactly. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? Guy, yeah. <laughs> guy that we're, we're, we're looking to, to churn. The death panels had him on the radar for a few years. <laughs> Legitimate question. How, how long should you be exempt for if you win a PGA Tour event? I think two years is good. I think they, I think they do a good job with that one. But the guys that win early in the season get a massive That's advantage. True. That's the rub of the green, though. It's like Smiley. He got a th- basically <laughs> three-year exemption, which I don't mean to keep banging on Smiley. I like Smiley. <laughs> Nobody no one likes, likes Smiley, Smiley, Smiley more than, than I do. do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I got I got two more that I've really, I really want to read into the record here. Please. Uh, one is an absolute no-brainer. Mike the players. Do it however it needs to be done. Mike the players. Mike the caddies. Put a mic on the bag. Do what? Players that participate, give them an enhanced percentage i don't even think it's that i think it's just like yo if you want if you want health insurance and if you want like the fedex cup bonus money and if you want like you're you're fucking mic'd up man i can't believe that's that's the rule i can't believe that's not pga tour live i know exactly should like behind a paywall should just be mic'd up players yes that is a absolute no-brainer and another one that i think would be sick is some sort of mixed event I think everybody talks about women's golf and how they get on the radar more and all that stuff. And like, I, I just, how that hasn't happened yet is kind of a disgrace. I know they did it with like the Wendy's three tour thing or that whatever, but it's like a Monday. And, yeah, yeah, it's like I'm talking and, like full on Gaylord's treetops up in Randy's <laughs> neck of the woods up in Michigan. Exactly, <laughs> those, those are fine people up there. I think it's a full on like three day, four day it's thing. Like the Zurich. Yes, exactly. I was almost thinking you could do like four man teams. Or even like five man teams, if you want to include like Canada or Latin America. Four people teams. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, that, that's thank you. Thank you. Uh, Misogynistic bastards. You could have one from each tour, one one player from each tour. So PJ Tour champions. See, I think that LPGA. waters it down too much. I, I agree, you can do that. Well, and for almost one. do it like a college golf thing, where it's like, uh, you know, play five, count four, or whatever. Like, I that's think that, sweet. I think that'd be cool. But I also think you just need to do a straight up PJ Tour LPGA. Mixed Men's mixed doubles, mixed. exactly. Yeah, I think That'd that be would be awesome. sick. And then you I, do it, and then also I think they should add a scramble element to the to the Zurich and to any potential that'd be cool. LPGA PGA. Well, and the mixed thing. What if it was a thirty-two and thirty-two like match play thing, and it was you took the top thirty-two men, even though they wouldn't play, and you take the top thirty-two women, and you just jumble it all up so that it's random, like men versus women in all facets. And you just have a big ass match play thing. Obviously, the women's would play. You know, women would play the. Can like, you imagine up, up how much a of, box or whatever? Of but bonanza that would be. For imagine if it was like Brooks Kepka versus Suzanne Pedersen. Like, would you watch that or not? Fuck yeah, yeah, I would watch that. Yeah. God, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that would be. 
like, and it would be a bonanza for any potential sponsors. You would think they'd be lining up to sponsor that, and then guys that don't play, like you make the purse really high, and guys that don't play, like oh cool, like you're not gonna, you're playing in the CJ Cup, but you're not gonna play right. in this, in this fourteen million dollar no, purse. I think a lot of this stuff comes back to public shaming, right? Like the mm-hmm. the FedEx Cup money being published or the purchases being published, the slow play stuff. Uh, you know, I think a lot of it can be solved with with some good old fashioned dragging through the public <laughs> square. I like that. I really that might be my favorite idea. I think that would be so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we got time for just a couple more. Uh, your, your favorite one or two that Tron, if you got any that you want to get on record here. I think the NCAA champion should get an exemption into the U.S. Open or the Masters or both or both. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. I also think that the junior players champion should get an exemption in the players championship. <laughs> That'd be sick. That would be awesome. And for those that aren't familiar, the junior players is an AJGA event. Yeah. So, you know, it was sick. We were out there this year. Yeah. It was great. It's awesome. <laughs> um, my last one I would say is, uh, you know, people have talked about this with the Olympics. I forget who sent this tweet, but it's like one of my favorite tweets of all time that in order for people to fully grasp the context of the Olympics, there should be an average Joe in each sport just max to, is very much into this just one. to grasp like <laughs> this is how hard curling actually is like here's the let's check in on the average joe team let's check in on the average joe at the uh, you know the whatever where they ski down the hill and shoot the guns like let's see how the average joe is doing in that one let's see how they're doing the high jump like just to, to put it in context and i think golf would be a perfect example of that so you have a six handicap out there so i don't know if it's necessarily like you have a six handicap just playing his own ball or if it's like Brooks hits his tee shot into the right rough on 18. He's got a minute as he's walking up there. Like maybe while he's waiting, we have the average Joe come in and hit the shot no, just to see what he has. I think the handicap is playing like as the marker, basically. But yeah, I, don't I think, thought it was a marker. Situation. Because you have that at the beginning of the day, and then you can go back to that footage at all times during the day. Yeah. That, he's the first one out. That'd be good. I don't know if it, I think we'd get tired of seeing the average Joe just like shoot 105 every week. Yeah, but if the average Maybe Joe, like, oh, the average Joe hold out, like there's like rumors around the grounds that the average okay, Joe hold true. out from 140 yards and make eagle, you know, or like the average, it's like, it's like Icarito. If Icarito was the that's average true. Joe, like, yeah, you know, Neil, he shot 97 again today. Yeah, what if the average but Joe, he like, seven and eight. what if he beat somebody one day? That's true. Okay. You guys are kind of winning me over on this. I, I could see it. I could see it going either way. I could see that, or I could see it kind of being selective where. It's like, God, this is a really tough shot that the this guy faces right here. Let's bring in the average Joe to hit the shot real quick before he gets up here to see what it looks like. <laughs> the fluffer. You're making him sound like a fluffer. Uh, we had a lot, of sicko, people, a lot of people banging on different regions of the country. Listen, we hear you, Pacific Northwest, yeah, of course. Chicago, Denver, New England. All those regions should have a, a, a tour event. Um also, why does every tour event have to be a 72-hole event? Like, yeah. why don't you have some 36-hole events in the middle of the winter and it doesn't count towards FedEx Cup or whatever? You just say, cool, we're doing a PGA Tour-sanctioned event, um, you know, count towards your pension and all that other stuff. But it's going to be 36 holes. Uh, it's going to be, you know, a week before Christmas and we're going to tape delay it all. There's not going to be any fans out there. But, like, <laughs> it's going to be a 70-person field. And, like, you know, like, like or, hey, we're going to do a – you know, a Christmas scramble. Get your four buddies. <laughs> like, but just like think outside the box. Why does everything have to be a seventy-two hole stroke play event? I agree. Someone on Twitter had suggested uh, like a progressive, progressively shortened event. 
So like the first round is 18 holes. The second round is like, you know, whatever, 14 and then 12 and then nine or something like that to where like the last round is a nine hole shootout basically. Could be interesting. A lot of people suggested a four club event. There's a ton of different formats. A lot of people suggested like a persimmon event, hickory event. I I think think a knockout. I think a four club is the most realistic though because it's. Yeah. It's all right. Like, Cat's going to fillet a seven iron from well, some, 110 here. Some people suggest that as just an overarching PJ Tour rule. Just knock it down from like, you can't have 14 clubs anymore. You can have 10 clubs. That'd be pretty cool. Which I'm actually in favor of that. Yeah, I think it would yeah. be very interesting. Um, there are a couple that I wanted to read into the record from Refuge slash Twitter. Uh, Paps said his, what he would do as commissioner would be spend the rest of the day pranking Mike Davis. <laughs> Which <laughs> I think it's pretty good. That kind of made me laugh. And then uh, Muni Hack Seven said, "Fixed number of balls." Yeah, that's a good one. Once you run out, like you, you everyone's allowed cut. three balls for a tournament or four balls for a tournament. Once, yeah, once yeah. you run out of balls, you're just you're Are, out. The question is like strap style. Though. Are you allowed to find balls? <laughs> that's true. If they're yeah, we could certainly if they're on brand for you. We can we can yeah. explore that. Um. John Zer, Johnny Z Shy on Twitter said uh match play events where players call each other out. We've talked about this before with the For DGC. Sure. Be awesome. Yeah. Like all right, cool. The you know, I'm not sure how you format it or whatever. There's sixty four guys in the field there, but guys should be able to say, Hey, I want I want that guy. I want that guy. Uh that'd be really cool. Uh tournaments with lowest ratings get booted, get get relegated. I think that would add some like results matter kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, re- require broadcast partners to show minimum number of shots per hour. Listen, there's a lot of TV stuff that we didn't get into here. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's all. Again, we'll, which which really like we, we bagged on that enough. Commissioner probably. for a day to do that stuff. It's just like just keep banging on it. Yeah. Um, the other thing that that kind of stuck out to me was, you know, you've got the the first down line in football. Sure. Like, all right, cool. CBS, we're gonna cut you down from. 47 minutes of commercials an hour to, <laughs> to 17 minutes, but we're going to let you, you know, sh- show that Castrol is sponsoring the 17th hole and they get their logo on like that. That seems like a reasonable sure. thing, right? Callaway does it with the, uh, you know, the, the driving distance thing, right? Yeah. yeah. At Kapalua. That was always cool. Yeah. Uh, TN golfer 11 said, hire the Euro tours marketing and social media department, which yes, there was a there was a good one. This is from Black and Gold thirty five. Change the W change one of the WGCs into a full on like All Star weekend, which like I think skills competition, skills competition, and like some I don't know. You'd have to figure out different ways to do it, but that'd I be promise, very hit or miss. I promise there are ex- yeah. I think it would get fucked up like royally, but if you did it in a cool way, like I promise, PJ Tour players can do things with a golf club and a golf ball that are so incredibly entertaining and exciting that if you packaged it in the right way, I think it would be phenomenal. That's I think the, other thing. I think the st- point of these are just like, let's get all the best players together. And period, when you make put a decision to do something like this, don't let all the agents get involved. Yeah. Like stick to your guns, make the decision, sell the players that you need to sell on it. But otherwise say, Hey, like some of that just comes from credibility. We're bringing some of these Europe Euro tour people and say, Hey, like we're going to do this. This is the way we're going to do it step up to the plate or like this is a free payday for your client. Right. Um, I also think uh, apologize for the Stallings situation. (laughs) 
That's sure. That was a good one. I'm sorry about my predecessors. We're gonna write some wrongs. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, a lot of lot of talk about architecturally significant courses. I know you covered that with your ball. Yeah. You can get there Randy's, many ways. Randy's. I think that's I think that's a symptom. That's not the problem, right? Sure. I think we can we can get there many different avenues. One one last one that I enjoyed: throw out the dress code entirely. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Like if it if it becomes a circus, let it become a circus. Sure. Guys, self police, and it's like, yo, dude, like you look like a, you look like a fucking clown out here. <laughs> like you know. Yeah, is it self policing or is it just again like public shaming? You know, I don't think you'd have any power yeah. as as a self policing. I think it would just be ability to call out your fellow man. <laughs> Say that guy looks like shit. Uh, Tor Saucier <laughs> said the day rule: if you WD after the start of an event, you pay the first alternate's actual travel plus the smallest <laughs> check awarded for making the cut. I think that's sick. What if you actually get injured? Well, then then like you get a doctor's note from a that's for Doctor Phil. Phil. Would, yeah, it would have to weigh in. <laughs> Um, all right, I think that's yeah. I think that's all I got, guys. Well, listen, a lot to a lot. I to think we got on. a lot on the agenda. Yeah, hopefully, you know, the, it's good to have this on the record. I guess. Yeah. If, if you guys each had to had to choose one one thing out of everything that we've mentioned today that you most want to see happen, what would it be? Like realistic? Or? No, not at all. Just any anything that you, if you could wave a wand tomorrow and. The one that got me the most excited was the uh, 32 and 32 match play. Men's and women's mixed match play, I think, would be awesome. Yeah, I was thinking that, of course, rolling back the ball, unifying yeah. the ball. Um, I, I think some type of for sure. <laughs> I, you know, I think some type of mono e mono for for some tour cards would be great theater. I'm with you, DJ. I think the 32 and 32 would be. I think it's that and the death panel are kind of neck and neck for me. <laughs> I would say. Or even on the thirty-two and thirty-two, even if it was a, say it's an you know eighty-person stroke play, like this is where the Olympics could, yes, could do totally. something. Put everybody on the same course at the same time. Even if you're giving them two, you know, two separate sets of medals, mix them up and play them together. You Maybe know? the NLU should do a, a mixed a mixed match play event. That'd be sick. Would love to. It's a great idea. We'll do that. We'll do that next year for, uh, for we, one of our events. We need to figure out a. We need to figure out the right. Uh, you know the right field yeah who's playing but we'll take that as a that'll be a takeaway item for us we'll take that offline yeah all right um thank yes, you all yeah, thanks to, for having me well thank you dj i was gonna say thanks to all the people that submitted ideas um on the refuge twitter elsewhere uh guys this was good yeah it's good it to get cathartic. in the lab yeah dj uh the private car that you requested that we have to have for your ride home i think he's outside Perfect. so thank you uh, tell him i'm actually gonna take my scooter so it'll be <laughs> okay he's got the night off all right um all right that's it tron crack on cheers Favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Hey, now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite.